In this episode, we explore a bit further afield to a situation in Mexico which is similar to what has transpired in the Philippines. We speak with Brian Marlowe from Legalized Vaping Australia for an update, and then we cross the Tasman for an update on what is happening in New Zealand. Hello and welcome to The Advocate's Voice. First, we go to Mexico, where foreign influence has impacted negatively on tobacco control policy. Pro-Vapeo Mexico has been trying to engage with the Mexican government to regulate safer nicotine products as a consumer item for at least two years now, to no avail. In Mexico, it is prohibited to sell, distribute, exhibit, promote, or manufacture an object that imitates a tobacco product. This law was originally put in place to address candy cigarettes. It is now interpreted to include nicotine-containing e-cigarettes. There is no legal restriction on e-cigarette use, however. Thank you for joining us, Tomas. Would you please explain what is going on in Mexico right now? Yeah, well, here in Mexico, the legislative report that should have been prepared by, by our representatives called in Mexico Diputados in uh, analyzing all the law bills, all the law projects in order to produce the final project to be voted by the Congress. It turns out that this report was not made by, by the Congress, in the Congress, by Congress people. It was made by uh, the lawyer of Tobacco Free Kids uh, in accordance to the metadata in the final project that was going to be submitted for the approval of the members of the Health Commission of the uh, Mexican Congress. So Thomas, how will the government address the situation of foreign influence on policy? Will there be the same reaction as there was in the Philippines? Well, regarding, regarding this influence of, of tobacco for kids in, in the report, in the legislative report, I am not sure about any response from the Congress itself or by the federal government. To be fair, there's not been, we haven't seen a, a, an announcement from the Congress and the federal government is, is supporting the ban of, of harm reduction products. So I fear there will be no reaction from the government regarding this interference from a foreign entity. Thank you, Thomas, for joining us today. There was a very high expectation that New Zealand would propose risk proportionate and pragmatic regulations. However, the government's recent proposals could in fact destroy the independent industry and in turn limit choice and access for those people who need options the most. The public submission phase for the New Zealand regulatory framework has now closed. The government received a total of 2,518 submissions. The Ministry of Health is currently analyzing those submissions from that public consultation and will recommend changes to the regulatory proposals if needed based on those submissions. New regulations are going to impact my business and many other businesses within our industry at a huge cost. If the goal is to try and get people to quit smoking, making the better, safer, cheaper alternative more expensive than smoking, it's just, it, no one's going to want to switch over and it's just going to be detrimental to everything that they're trying to accomplish. We won't be able to continue producing e-juice at all. There is absolutely no way. 
oasis of the ciggies on the vape. You're halfway there. In the meantime, the New Zealand government launched a vape to quit campaign a couple of weeks ago. There is a series of ads that are running during primetime TV and on-demand TV to get the message out. Quitting smoking is the best thing for your health. Vaping is way less harmful and can help you get off the smokes. Search Vaping Facts. Across the ditch in Australia, the situation there is untenable with a health minister who refuses to accept or acknowledge tobacco harm reduction and instead is railroading through prohibition on safer nicotine products. When will you authorise the vaping product alternative to allow Australians to be able to make that decision to stop killing themselves? That is not something that on my watch I am willing to countenance. People are entitled to quit smoking, they're entitled to achieve the health benefits in Australia just as they are in these other countries and uh, you're going to let people die. It'll be illegal without a script and that possession will be prosecuted banned as a dangerous poison. Right now in Australian legislation, nicotine is treated the same as heroin. They don't know the effects of vaping. How about ask the UK College of Physicians? In October this year, Australia will legalize vaping through a prescription model. Two-thirds of vapors in Australia have already stated that they will go to the black market for supplies, with the remaining third saying they will just return to smoking. According to Vapors, these regulations are no more than a de facto ban on vaping. The medical model will cause extreme difficulty for the people who need access to e-cigarettes in order to be able to move away from combustible smoking. We now speak with Brian Marlowe from Legalize Vaping Australia about the situation there. Brian. What update can you give us on the regulatory process in Australia? Uh, the federal government has announced through the health minister that uh, in October of this year, uh, they're going to legalize vaping, but as a prescription only model, uh, which essentially is a de facto ban. Uh, we know from half of the vapors that we've surveyed that uh, they say that if they have to get a prescription in order to vape with nicotine, they'll just go straight back to smoking. Uh, and a third of those remaining say that they'll just buy these products from the black market. So it's an unworkable model. Uh, essentially what the government is saying is that you will need to go to a doctor, uh, explain to them that you tried quitting with, that, with other products and it hasn't worked. Technically, they will have to run through the different alternatives with you again. So they'll have to probably get you to try patches and gum and cold turkey and dancing in the shower and whatever, whatever else the health department website suggests uh, before you can switch to vaping. Uh, at which point most doctors don't want to prescribe vaping because the Australian Medical uh, Association says it's bad. Uh, of the doctors that do prescribe vaping, they then can't really provide the services for you to then access those products. So you'll have to buy those products yourself. Uh, and you may be able to get it at a pharmacy, but most pharmacies in Australia are saying that they don't want to stock these products. So Whilst the health minister may be saying this is a step towards legalization, it's not. It's a step towards regulating this particular product so much that you can't access it. Do you believe that the regulatory process currently happening in New Zealand will help you in Australia? No, I, th I, think, I, think, I think it absolutely helps. Um, I think that New Zealand's sort of paving the way or has paved the way in terms of legalization. Now there's, there's issues where anti-vapors are trying to push some pretty 
tough regulations in New Zealand, but the broad model of legalizing it as a consumer product is good because we have data that we can point to from our immediate neighbors and say, look, it's working over there, it can work here as well. Uh, and the more evidence that we have, the harder it is for anti-vapors to counter that. And we see that now, anti-vapors don't engage in the data or the debates anymore, they attack the individuals uh, because they've run out of options. Our governments are not looking out for our best interests, as is evidenced by what is going on in Australia, Mexico, India, and the Philippines. Public health is mandated to be about the health of the public. Help us so that we can help you. Go to change.org and sign the Right to Switch petition. We need to speak up and stand up for our right to make informed choices. We need to let politicians and lawmakers know that our lives matter. With safer nicotine products under attack from the World Health Organization down through to local governments, it is our responsibility to remind them that they work for us and their mandate is our health. Our health is not for sale.